Welcome to the Dr. Judd Podcast. This is Dr. Judd. Have you been on an emotional roller coaster this past week, irritable one minute and full of worry the next? Getting angry at the news but still addicted to knowing the latest information? And perhaps even panic buying more supplies than you need? In the next few minutes, I'll show you one common denominator that can help you work with whatever emotions are coming up. I'm Dr. Judd Brewer, addiction psychiatrist and neuroscientist specializing in anxiety and habit change. Over the past few days, I've put out videos talking about how to let go of anxiety so you can get to sleep, why scarcity mentality leads to panic buying, how to work with the fire of anger when it flares up, how worry and trying to feel in control are related, and differentiating denial that's based in fear from anticipatory grief. What if I suggested that no matter what the emotions or habitual behaviors that you're struggling with, that there's one simple ingredient that you can add to help you work with any of them? I'm not suggesting that there's a panacea for whatever ails you. I'll leave that to the snake oil salesman. I'm talking about something simple, based in research, and is free. Ready? It's awareness. Your brain might be saying, what the heck is awareness? So let's explore what I mean a little bit more. Most people approach negative emotions or habits by trying to use their willpower or their thinking brain. They'll use self-talk or even guilt to try to feel better or stop a bad habit. The problem here is that willpower is the weakest part of our mental capacities. There's an acronym that my addiction patients use to remind them when their willpower is depleted and they're most vulnerable to relapse. It's called HALT, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. I'd add another A to the mix, anxious. Whenever they're hungry, angry, anxious, lonely, or tired, they're most vulnerable, so they have to prevent themselves from getting into situations like these so they can halt or stop themselves from relapsing. Notice how this is a preventative measure rather than trying to tell themselves to just say no. Yes, you can't think your way out of a habit any more than you can think yourself thinner or more fit. The same is true for emotions. If you're frustrated, angry, or anxious, you can't just tell yourself to stop and think your way into being happy all the time. If you could, we'd all be happy all the time right now. So if you can't think your way out of anxiety and into happiness, what can you do? I've been talking about the brain science of how to let go of unhelpful habits in previous videos, and it all boils down to this. We make decisions and act based on how rewarding a behavior is. So that's where you have to focus your energy, brain rewards. This is where awareness comes in. My lab studies how mindfulness training helps people change behavior and even step out of habits like worrying all the time. The key ingredient for mindfulness is awareness. Instead of trying to change things that we don't have control over, which includes our emotions and reactions to things, mindfulness helps us change our relationship to them. This is really important, so I'm going to repeat it. Mindfulness is about changing our relationship to thoughts, emotions, and body sensations rather than trying to change or get rid of them. Here are a few examples. Let's say you just broke your leg. If you have physical pain from that broken leg, you can take an opioid painkiller to literally kill the pain. If you don't feel any more pain, you might walk on it and make the injury worse. And worse yet, you might get addicted to pain pills. Here's another example. Let's say you're really angry at something that just happened and you just suppress that anger. You lock it away in a closet so you don't have to deal with it. The more you try to shove strong emotions in your proverbial closet, the fuller it gets. Eventually, when you open the door to shove the next one in, they all spill out and you explode in anger and accidentally bite someone's head off. We've all been there or at least seen that. 
You can't change the fact that you have physical pain or strong emotions. So it makes perfect sense that you can't make these things go away by thinking your way out of pain or into happiness. In fact, pain is an adaptive survival mechanism and emotions are what make us human. Where would we be without them? If you can't stop pain or strong emotions, what can you do? You can change your relationship to them. This is where awareness comes in. Awareness does a number of things. First, awareness helps you see how unhelpful old habits are so you get less excited about doing them in the future. My lab has shown this with studies of smoking and overeating. Awareness helps you pay attention to the fact that smoking tastes like crap and stress eating makes you feel bloated and guilty for eating. Yes, they really aren't rewarding. Awareness helps you see this clearly. The same is true for panic buying, worrying, and even fear-based denial. None of these help and can even make your thinking brain go offline so you do things that you later regret. Or with anxiety, you can get stuck in habit loops that are hard to get out of. Second, awareness helps you relate to your habits and emotions differently. If you're anxious or angry, imagine what happens when you try to shove it in the closet. If someone shoved you in the closet, what would you do? I don't know about you, but I'd kick and scream bloody murder until someone let me out. You can bet your emotions do the same thing. They'll look for your first sign of weakness and come spilling out all at once. And they work together to pick the lock of your mental closet. Remember that acronym HALT? If you're hungry or tired, that's the time when you're most likely to snap at a coworker, your partner, or your own kids. Instead of trying to closet or change your emotions, you can bring in awareness and see if you can acknowledge them and even allow them to be there. This helps you change your relationship to them instead. There's this saying, the only way out is through. This is true. This means that the only way you can move beyond anger flare-ups, anxiety, panic, and the like, is instead of running from them or suppressing them, to turn toward them so you can see them for what they are, thoughts, emotions, and sensations. Seeing something that seems really big or overwhelming like grief can help break it down into its component parts. This is similar to a kid who might be really scared by her first thunderstorm and want to run away. When the storm comes, you can help her get curious and explore what thunderstorms are made of by unpacking the thunderstorm into its component parts, such as wind, rain, lightning, and so on. The storm becomes less scary because it's now known, and the child becomes less afraid because she now understands what it is. You can unpack emotions like anxiety and anger the same way. You can identify and become familiar with their component parts by dropping into your direct experience and naming sensations as they arise in your body. You can name heat, tightness, sinking, restlessness, and so on, so that you can see that these are simply sensations that come and go. The only way out is through. Awareness helps you turn toward your experience no matter what it is so that you can get through whatever's happening in the moment and out the other end, rather than suppressing it or distracting yourself. Learning how to change your relationship to whatever comes your way also helps you become more resilient in life in general. It helps you embrace strong emotions when they come no matter if joy, sadness, or anger, and also helps you let go of them rather than trying to hold on to or manufacture the good ones and get rid of the bad ones. Learning how your mind works helps you learn to work with it. And as you learn how to work with your habitual behaviors and emotions, who knows, you might learn something more about yourself and how to relate to your own mind and body differently than you have in the past. I'll end with one of my favorite poems by the sage and poet Rumi. It's called The Guest House. This being human is a guest house. 
Every morning a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all. Even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, still treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. So see if today you can play with turning toward whatever comes up, breaking it down into its component elements and see where this guides you next. Onward, together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to receive future episodes and please share this with friends or loved ones who might find the content helpful. To learn more about mindfulness and habit change, visit drjud.com. See you next time.